Hey, Junior, close the door. You're letting all the heat out. Look, it's time to go. So what? It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking chicken in collard greens. Rice and stuffing macaroni and cheese. And Santa put gifts under Christmas tree. Hey, man, it's that time. No it's that time. Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, and a Happy Festivus to everybody who's within listening, uh, listening ears of us right now. Um, listen, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, boys and girls, you are tuned in to the hottest podcast show below the Mixon Mason Dixon line. Uh, this is letting all the heat out with your absolute favorite Capital Dads DC crew in the building. Give us a in round of applause building. right now. We are inside the Van Glorious 202 Create Studios. I'm your host, the Basher, alongside the Grill. What up, Big Rock? All day and blue black. Yes, sir. Holding us down with surround sound, as always, is the good brother Ty Westbrook on the boards, God, yeah, uh, making it crisp and clean with no Ooh. caffeine. Uh, party people, party people, you can find us. Find letting all the heat out on all of your all of your streaming platforms. That's Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. So please subscribe and check us out. We've got new shows coming to you and um, mass and mass. Uh, so please check out. Uh, please check us out uh, and listen, tell all your friends, let them know, especially those who might have been at Puff Daddy's 50th birthday uh, party this past week. That's right. I said Puff Daddy. Mm. That's how I that's, that's how, how I know. know Puffy. You know, puffy, 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 yeah, puffy. right, right. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> no, <laughs> Mount Vernon's owns um, Howard University dropout. No, I'm sorry, grad. They, they might have given them, given them a degree. honorary alum, honorary, honorary alum. alum. All right. Um, also, also, please know that you can check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's at capital dads dc c a p i t o l dads dc uh let us know what you think of the show listen it has been a moment since all of us have been here at the table so i want to celebrate that you know what Booked i mean yeah. busy, celebrate yeah. that, that, that busy. Listen, Form like voltron that's right that's yes, right sir. that's right um so listen uh we, we actually we got a lot to talk about here this is going to be uh our last show before 2020 uh i can't believe actually 2019 has has come in and almost gone. Like it's right. and, and, and light yeah, move fast. And a lot happened. Like a I feel like we dealt happened. with a lot. We had to bob and weave and and you know and handle a lot of things on our collective community shoulders. No doubt uh, out there. So we gonna we gonna get into a little bit of that. Um, the the you know as as always the first segment uh, we do is pop off. It, it's man, I feel like it, like from one week to the next, there's just more and more for us to talk about. Um, I'm gonna throw a, a couple of things out there. Like, uh, let's let's start with this. Let's talk Carol Sanchez, please. Mm. All right. Do do we 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 can we can start there unless anyone has something else of of note that they wanna that they wanna to put out. Um, people throwing uh, certain hand signals at the Army Navy game uh, or whatever. But but what? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But Carol Sanchez. Tell a story. 16 years old, out walking with her mother uh, two, two nights ago, uh, raining uh, in the Bronx. You can see her mother is holding an umbrella uh, sort of over over both of them uh, as they're walking. And 40 a, precinct. Right, right, right. <laughs> you see, now we, what we've seen uh, is, t I've seen two different video angles of this, uh, this uh, incident, Malay. 
you see a car, light colored car pull up. Uh, individuals get out the car, grab uh, 16-year-old Carol Sanchez uh, as her mother tries um, to no avail uh, to capture her daughter and keep her from being um, keep her from being snatched up, kidnapped, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and then is even uh, she risks uh, harm to herself uh, in trying to uh, trying to uh, keep her daughter uh, safe uh, from harm, uh, but but does not succeed and the in the vehicle pulls away. <clears throat> what happens in the uh, twelve to twenty four hours in that time? Um, Amber Alert uh, goes out. I'll be a little bit late. Uh, that's uh, another topic of discussion. Um, but but nation the the nation it it got it it moved from the Bronx uh, via you know via social media uh, across the nation a lot of attention thrown on uh, this video and the alleged kidnapping of a sixteen year old girl um, and and which what what we know uh, in terms of real world con- uh, consequence that uh, black women uh, black girls do get in fact kidnapped uh at a rate uh and 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 are at the at the end of violence um on our, on our streets at, at a at a very high rate and normally we don't get the sort of uh attention. feedback and attention that that this alleged incident got so it was wild in that 12 to 24 hour period to see it bubble up the way it did but then let, this is what we're going to try and dissect here a little bit because I know on my timeline and, and the people that I was speaking with, what I saw and did and did not comment on, what I saw was people like, eh, yeah, you, you, it was like you saw either that or like, oh my God, please get her safely, like, like this is a tragedy. And then, this is, but then you got a whole group of people indignant about the uh, Amber Alert. Right, 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 and right. Saying, and saying, "Yo, why did it take so, long? Did it take so long?" And and if it was, you know, Molly, it would have been a different story, right? You know, right. and I and I, I saw all of that. That was deep, right? It, and so, it, in in that short amount of time, boom, a lot of people talking about this incident, and then the hammer drops, right? And I mean, within twenty four hours, that it this thing comes all the way around. And then we see video of her with her uh, mother and some other family members being escorted into a car. Twitter goes berserk. Oh my gosh, she's home safe. Oh my, this is a, oh, you know, everybody collective sigh of relief and all of that. And then it comes out that the story is fake. The incident, not the story, but like a juicy. It, it was it was orchestrated. Orchestrated. Yes. It was. It's a juicy. Right. They got right. us with the juices. <laughs> it, was, it was a story that she made up, uh, like fake kidnapping. She arranged the whole thing mm. because she was at odds with her mother over her mother's uh, moving. How her how her mother raised her and that she was going to be. Her mother wants to move back to, I think Honduras. Right, I, right, something like that. I believe. Yeah. So, <clears throat> man. What are we, you know, there's several discussed things that you could talk about. I mean, there's what you see, it's so wild now because what you see on social media, Twitter, what have you, is people pointing the finger back and forth. Well, don't, you know, like, because you got some people saying, you know, oh my gosh, she needs to go, the 16 year old needs to be in jail for what she did, you know, monopolizing, you know, taxpayer dollars to have, 
you know, first responders, you know, taking away from other at real crime and, and being focused on this and she needs to be behind bars. And then other people saying, well, wait a second, what's the problem at home? Right. What drives a 16-year-old to orchestrate something like that? So That was my point. So that's, that's the that, question that's, I put on the floor. That's what I wanted to talk about is um, when I first saw the fact that it was staged, I was like, damn, what kind of parent do you have to be for your child to want to stage something like that? And my wife said to me, well, what kind of 16-year-old does she have to be? And to me, the parent runs the household. The parent sets the stage on what is acceptable and not acceptable behavior. So there's something going on with moms that we haven't heard yet. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. not part of the story. And I just want to add, I grew up in the Bronx, 138th Street and 3rd Avenue, I didn't get off the sick train at that stop for a reason. Now, it's been a while since I've been to that neighborhood. Right, right, right. But there's right. something, that neighborhood is deep. And the fact that they were walking down the street in that neighborhood and a car pulled over and could do, that could happen, right? That could happen 20 years ago. That could have happened 30 years ago. Right. So there's a lot in this story that we not, we not, well, I, I also think that that could not only happen on that street, but it's happening on increasingly more streets. Yeah, but not with your moms there. I mean, it, there, there's to me, there was a, another level of it because you're walking with your moms. Like, I, I, there are situations where women are in difficult situations, right? Or they find themselves in situations where they need to get themselves out. But when you're walking with your moms, you pretty much think you're safe. Or at least you, there's a level of security in walking, walking with, with another person. What, mm-hmm. But what your mother is a whole, to me, it's another level, right? Because she's the one that's the most worried about you when you're out without her, yeah. right? So then, yeah, so yeah, yeah. now that level of you. guilt or, yeah. or whatever it is is not there yeah. because you're with your mother, the one person that's going to be the most worried. Yeah. Right. Then she can't do anything, right? To me, that's where my heartstrings all started falling apart because what if it was my wife or what if it was me? Right. You know right. what I mean? Being with my daughter, what what could I have done in that situation to turn the situation around? And we had this conversation earlier. I said, I'm not going to let these situations make me afraid. But when I saw the video, I was like, well, wait a minute. Let me let me just let me take a step back. Yeah, yeah, then when yeah. I found out it was fake, then I was upset again because it was like messing with my emotions, mm-hmm. right? And it it's almost was like, and we talked about this before, like, they wanted the the public to go through that. You know what I mean? The media, the powers that be, um, the people who want you to spend more money on your home than spend more money in the street, right? They want you to stay at home and be safe and watch Netflix. They don't want you out in the street knowing what's going on and talking to other people, right? They want you to be afraid to be on the street, right? Because there's a there's a bottom line for somebody somewhere in you being home. Yeah, I think I I agree with everything that you just said. There's definitely there's definitely an agenda to keeping people separated. Right. Right. Um there's there's definitely a a um a group of people who benefit from the people not being united. All right. Whenever the way that you take power away from the people is to make everybody an individual and afraid of each other. Yeah. 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 So I agree. I definitely agree with that. Um, 
I think that is just, it's a sad state of affairs when the household is in such disarray that somebody wants to go through these lengths. Like in my house, I would hope, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm 99.9% sure that my children know that if they have something that they need, like it's a desperate need that, that they get a message across to me that they don't have to stage a kidnapping. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you know, for, I'm, I'm not with a lot of the people uh, on, on Twitter who are saying that the, that, uh, Carol Sanchez is obviously being abused because I don't know that I, I don't have any evidence of abuse. Mm, right, I, right, right. I have evidence of of a kid of a, of a sixteen year old kid who has not learned uh, good decision making skills. Right now, I'm with Blue. That to me, that does indicate some some level of deficiency in terms of parenting. But I don't know how far that goes. I'm I'm not willing to say that that the kid is being abused, but I am willing to say that she's obviously been modeled some some wrong um, adult skills and decision-making skills. What you got? So I wanna start by saying hot stove, right? Like this is a hot stove topic to me, so I wanna watch my words to be, <laughs> but, but like, so my children's mother and I, you know, as we were married and we start having kids, um, I put a lot of uh, thought and deliberation into the what happens if, and really had a lot of anxiety around it, to be very honest. Like, oh my God, what if I raise this kid and I pour into this kid and this kid? Like, at the time that my daughter was born, Chris Rocket just had that comedy special said, just keep your daughter off the pole, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I literally had anxiety, like, oh shit, what if my daughter decides she wants to be on the pole? And it scared the shit out of me. And, and I talked to the missus and her response was, yo, like, you know, trust in what we're gonna be able to do. Right? Trust the we, process. We are, we, are, we are going to be good parents, we are educators, blah, 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 blah. And so of course, my response was, thanks babe, however, comma, <laughs> right? And and I and I just left it there. And she and so as we started talking about it, we came to the understanding that somewhere in this process, free will kicks in. You can come from a great household, give all the great inputs on your child as you can, but somewhere in there, who who they are deciding to be takes precedence over what you're trying to design them to be. Like there's stories that affirm that Ted Bundy came from an incredible household. But he's still fucking Ted Bundy. That's right. My point being, like, I can't control if my daughter decides to get on the pole. Of course not. So, so to this situation, I'm not sure if I'm ready to put it on the parent because I also was a kid who ran away before. Anybody ever run away? Uh, no, no, not really. You ain't, you ain't like pack your shit and say fuck them out. No, no, right? No. Okay, so <laughs> as heat, a kid who the heat was on, as a kid who said, "Yo, I'm out," mm-hmm. right? That's also equally a but time out. But why? But but why did you do that? Because I wanted to do something different. I wasn't being beat. There wasn't. We weren't. We weren't hungry. It wasn't. You know, Mama's boyfriend there smacking me around. I was just like, yo, I want something different. What age? What age? I was eleven. Okay. Okay. So it was you making that decision on your own, right? What? 
gave you that idea? Where'd you get that idea from? I wanted independence. Nah, you you they had to see an example. Like you just don't walk out. Sitcom. You have to see somebody oh, walk so you got, out. Leave the beaver. Okay, okay. Seen Steiny put on a stick and walk out the door. So this is different than yo. I want you four dudes to drive up and snatch me. Nah, because That's the influence crazy. these yeah. days are are similar. Like so so as the times have progressed, the images and the suggestive media that that influence children today. Is equal to that. You can rattle off. Yo, anybody who's watched a Lifetime movie, you can get that kind of influence. Nah, the the, the news. You watch the, again. But but that's the problem. You watch the news right? and see. But, but, but I guess the point being, for me, my first instinct to the conversation was to to kind of put a buffer around what what is the parent doing to make that girl decide that? Because I know my mother didn't make me do nothing to say I'm leaving. I know that at some point my now 17-year-old daughter can decide if she wants to go on the poll, no matter what her college-educated, multi-degree parents have poured into her, no matter how many trips we've taken her to wherever, if the girl decides, you know what, I kind of like this life. So so, so somewhere in there, I believe the 16-year-old, she's 16? Yeah. The 16-year-old young woman, I, I don't know if I want to just put it on, oh my God, her mama must be horrible. And I, I think that's the only point I'm trying to bring up. Somewhere in there, you know, Maya Angelou talked about the abuses that a child experiences. Then she said somewhere around 15 or 16, a young person has to become responsible for certain decisions they make. Um, you know, and I ain't got the answer, but I just want to make sure I, I add to the I conversation on parenting. I, I think that's absolutely valid. What I was trying to stress was not necessarily the decision, but the process. Like, I'm trying to help my kids work their way to a decision. Right, like I'm trying to help you think. Right. So when so I told this to Cameron. I didn't get this to to Avery yet. When I I I told my oldest daughter, who's who's about to be 13, don't be afraid to t give me your opinion, but you need to be ready to tell me how you got there. Right. So the decision to stage an abduction is some wildness. Right. Yeah. But but if you can lead me step by step to how you came up with I need to stage an abduction, I'll fuck with you. I'm gonna fuck with you. This, I, I this still might not saying. agree. This is what I'm saying. So to me there's something going on. There's a there's a subtext that we don't have, mm -hmm. right? It may not be Ma Dukes. Right. It's something else. In, in the environment, in in the in, I'm going to say family environment, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And extended family counts in that, right. where that is a possibility. Somewhere that that became a possibility. It's not from out of space, right? And that is what I'm talking about. The the other piece to this is that four individuals said, okay. "Oh, okay." I'm with you. Nah, but right, hey, hey, right. Oh, come on, come on. It's 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 five dudes in the room. I know I can come up with four dudes that'll be like what you need. Like that a sixteen year old can 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 influence? I mean what when I was sixteen, I had people that I rolled with that would do pretty much that 
Pretty so much that, anything. That means you were involved in some real live shenanigans. I, no, I was. I was <laughs> next had, to you the, had access. I was next to the people that were involved. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I, I mean, ain't even the on, man, man next to the man. That's come the on, man. man. Nah, man. But even the worst dudes on my block wasn't like that. Like, right. That's my point. There, the, there was a code. There was a code. There's, there's just certain things you just don't do, man. Yeah. You it's don't like, get, you don't get involved in certain things. So maybe maybe it is a change at times, and maybe this whole thing about sex trafficking and abduction and all that stuff is common now, and it wasn't before, but that's still not acceptable. Just because it's common, right. that's that's not, nah, I, I, hey, you, just, you just can't sign on to that shit. There's, yeah. there's no reason to sign on to that. People there, do a lot worse. But for what? what? Like, what do you get out of it? Was she giving all? I'm, no, stop. I mean, who uh, knows? You know, we don't know. We, yeah, but we but don't, what's the we point? <laughs> we don't know. Before before the, before this conversation goes goes too much further, by a show of hands, uh, who has seen Queen and Slim? Nah, I'm, I'm next. So two out of the okay. All right, I, we're and, gonna. And you say what? It's it's all, it was it was jarring uh, to, for me, and I and again I don't want to spoil it for anybody here at the table. So. Uh, it was it was jarring for me. So we can't talk about no. a hot topic for the end we, of the year because y'all ain't do your homework. No, 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 no. Simon was never I, given. I have constraints that I couldn't overcome. See what happened, <laughs> let, so well, let me let me let me do it this way. Let me I'll pose the question this way. Um, have you had a conversation uh, with your significant other about what happened? Like I know. You have like someone might have had the conversation with you when you were younger. We might have had the conversation with our children, or maybe we are going to have it at some point. But have you had the conversation with your significant other about what to do, what you would do if pulled over by the police? Yes, yes, I have not. I have, but we, but we disagree. You and your spouse disagree Absolutely. about how that goes down. Absolutely. So. <laughs> this is something I it's sad that I'm about to say this but it's necessary to have that conversation now the the problem one of the problems is you never know how you are going to react right. once the situation elevates itself you know to a certain point but what you would what you need to sort of know is who are you riding with? <laughs> mm-hmm. And what are they capable of? <laughs> and how do they see the interaction with law enforcement? Like, because there was there was even, a, and I don't know if you saw it, there was a clip recently on Twitter that caught my eye of a woman and a man in a car and the individual, like the, you could see where the police officer reached into the car to open the door and it was like a it was like a collective hell no and the and the man who was in the driver's seat drove off as the door was still ajar and you could hear the conversation between the the woman in the passenger seat missed and, that one yeah i mean it's it's out oh. there you might you might be able to see it but but it just made me think of cuz i cuz i saw that video on the heels of watching queen and slim and again, without without giving away any any you know details of, of the story here, uh, but I just it's just something that caught my attention because once uh, I I saw the movie 
with my partner and there was an immediate conversation upon leaving the theater hey i need you to understand that what would the master do this is how we need to carry this in this situation yeah and it basically went to this was this was my my view if i'm driving if i'm driving i'm doing the talking i'm the one communicating mm-hmm. with the officer there is no need there is no need even if i'm asked to get out of the car there is no need for you to elevate the situation to elevate the situation past the communicating that I'm doing. Well, what if you are, and, and you you know how your moods go and your emotions. <laughs> There's no need for any outside force to elevate. Or influence in any way. The situation. Escalate. Escalate, right. The, the situation. I give it to the floor. Nah, that's real. But but you're am you're I being all... am I being obtuse? <laughs> not, nah, not nah, not at all. What what I would say, what I would say, I don't disagree with you. But what I would say is that everybody in the car, everybody in the car is at risk, right? Agreed. So, all right. So so if the only thing that I would add to what you're saying is. Yes, except if I am directly addressed, right? No, right, right, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because certain, sometimes certain, yes. there's a second officer that comes up on the passenger, on the passenger side, side, right, right. right? right. So everybody needs to be able to handle themselves in a way that is uh, best to get themselves out of the situation. We also got to agree on what appropriate communication is, right. because I mean, so damn, like I, I. I as we evolve as people over time, like this statement sounds really bad, but I grew up in parts of town where, you know, if you're dating, if you're dating a woman and she was quick to talk a little smack to somebody on the street, like the expectation was you stepping in there handling that beef. And she just, all right, she just, she's just going. And then you gotta, now he wanna bucket her and you gotta now step in there. And then your mind, you're thinking, yo, if you just shut up, don't say nothing. Like we could just we could just walk up the block, get around the situation. You ain't got to say nothing. It's all so to <laughs> to your point. If if as long as we understand what we will and won't say in those moments, because if an officer and yes, he got weed. Well, <laughs> not even, not even that, not even that. But that's now, now, nigga, remember what you said? That's certain level of like that's certain level of like and what. That right. people could throw on that little sauce yes. you could throw in a conversation yeah. with, like, and, and, and no one bash, like he'll he'll swab a bowl of smooth it over on some real shit. Like just seen him do it a million and a half times. But if your passenger then turns to the cop that's on her side, it's like, and what? My license good? Why you bother me? Shut the fuck up now! It's like yeah, that's escalation. Yes, that's escalation. you know what I mean. It's like, and not to say that that's what she would do, but hypothetically, if that would happen now. So we have to agree in the car that we're all going to appropriately address the situation. Because the goal is to leave. Let's be real quick. Correct. The goal is to get out of there. In, in, in one piece. In, and I'm going to let in you theory. go. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So my response to this is the same response that I had when we were talking about memo. Right? Oh. oh. Yo. 
Right? Where is Memo? <laughs> same, same deal. No doubt. No, no doubt. Memo made. Memo made a wrong decision way back oh, right, before right, right. they ever got on that yeah. plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you riding you riding, and then you get stopped by the police, and you don't have a a, a good mate, at least a good idea of how this is going to go down, like you think, like you thinking to yourself, oh no, no. she going to get me shot. But what you, you made a bad decision already. But what you're talking about is really control. Like, who's in control of the situation? But but the control should have been but back. It, but, when I, but, back. Yes. but if you gave it up back then, then you should Correct. leave it you where it was. Right. You can't be mad at it right. now. You can't, you can't readjust <laughs> right. it in the moment. No, you can't. Oh, really? Memo no time. I really, I, now I got to go back and actually look at that whole thing. Because I, I, like, I don't know if the video really shows completely. No. We talking about Memo. Um, <laughs> like... Like what started it? Like what was what did he do to, that he triggered? At, he looked at some broad. Is that what it was? But he, the Griot's point. <laughs> this is also Memo also got got bopped in the back of the head in the supermarket one day exactly. because he asked the the, the delicatessen lady for right. an extra thick slice of turkey meat. Like he's been getting smacked in the back of his head. No, for a minute. but the real question is: Is does she feel that she can take control of a situation from the officer? Yo, Not d- from Memo, because Memo is, I mean, or Bash in the no, situation, she, she, right? Because she's she's trying to assert herself in the situation in order to direct how it's going to go she down. she thinks she has to because she knows the kind of man she's with. But but she also thinks that she can control the situation with the officer better than what you can. She's and, tell and, and, and if we're specifically talking about, I know th- there's the, the, what the instance that I brought up, right. the, the scenario the that I played out, we're talking about a police officer. But if you go to that, if we're going to use the memo video as 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 evidence, she did engage with the authority figure, yes. the stewardess, and and had like a like there was there was I think you don't start no shit won't be no shit, right. and which is her talking yes. with you know to the so so yes. I know whether police officer, uh, uh, correction officer right. or boy scout or girl scout leader, she was going to interface with whoever was there. Um. Yeah. All right. Uh, we gentlemen, we went long. Uh, all I uh, let's just Whoa. have the conversation. Have the conversation. I gotta that's, do it now. That's the best advice I could get. And and go see Queen yeah, and Slam. I gotta have a conversation. Uh, please. Uh, we went long. Apologize. Uh, listen. When we come back, we're gonna listen. This is a, a holiday wrap up show here, but we're gonna go around the room and talk about uh, the theme for 2019 and what we're looking forward to do uh, in 2020. Uh, stay with us. You listening to Letting All the Heat Out. And we are back. You are listening to Letting All the Heat Out. All right. As I said before the break, look, we are we are closing out on 2019 uh, here in, uh, I believe, upwards of 12 days um, or so before the, we ring in the new year, 2020. Uh, we first of all, we want to we want to thank all of you uh, for sticking with us and listening to uh, the Capital Dash DC crew uh, as, as we you know built and continue to build Letting All the Heat Out as as a show. Uh, as a as a point of uh, uh, information sharing and and just uh, um, a place where we can, we, some people refer to it as therapy, uh, where we can sit and talk about uh, issues that are actually um, just about a black audience, quite honestly, um, because that's what that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, are there any themes that you all saw over 2019? Something that sticks with you? 
that w- like hey man 2019 was encapsulized by this and then where you like do you have some personal goals do you where do you want to see things what are you looking forward to in the new year is there anyone who wants to jump on that uh first or actually here's what here I'll, I'll i'll throw myself here out uh in front of the in front of the fire um as i look back at 2019 uh one of the one of the things that sticks out to me collectively as community and then personally is um, and now if people say this they, they're starting to I think almost throw the word around but I guess it's a good thing that's being thrown around and that is mental health and wellness uh, because I believe that as I don't know however you're tied into social media uh, things that you hear going on in our, our political universe um that rope is tightening and as we continue to grow as individuals we continue to grow as um, uh, husbands uh, partners significant others and fathers uh, I want us to continue to look and evaluate look at and evaluate our mental health uh, we are actually going to be spending some time having some mental health and uh, and medical personnel on the show in 2020 that's a goal for us uh, but I just want to make sure more and more people are taking time, uh, especially brothers and sisters, uh, taking time to address that and not be afraid to talk about it. If you're having an issue that is weighing on you mentally or you feel like your mental health is being affected, I hope you can pick up the phone or do whatever you have to do. Send a smoke signal, send a text, whatever, uh, to talk about it, to address it, um, because that's very important. Um and and I just I look I, I look at my own life and I look at the the, the sort of the daily stressors that come uh, with with everyone's day to day living, and it's different for everybody. Uh, but I just hope people continue uh, to address uh, their their mental mental health and wellness and be careful about the um, um, self. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, care. Well, this this yeah self care, but. Self-medicating is what I'm looking for. Yeah, Sorry, uh-huh. um, because that's not always a good choice, and I'm and I'm saying that out loud for myself. Uh, just uh, be careful, you know. Um, if you need to talk to someone and see someone who's professional, uh, please take the time, make the space uh, to do that. Um, because uh, if you're not there, um, we have to remember as fathers, there are people that need us yeah. uh, in their lives. So uh, that's that's uh, that's my piece on that. Uh, and, and and again, we'll continue to trumpet that in, in 2020 uh, as as just a, a beacon and pathway for which I want to travel in um, to understand that uh, it, it is better to be around. Nah, that's so, real. Uh, anyone else? Anyone else? So for me, um, 2019 was the death of wokeness. Ah. The death of wokeness. Mm. So everybody Indeed. was woke and woke and woke, and then all of a sudden it wasn't, fly to be woke anymore or there was a, a wokeness check that was going on around uh what's that guy's name uh who was funny with the money raised all that money sean funny with the money oh you talking about yeah sean king sean king oh, yeah, yeah you that, know and the yeah, yeah, Black right, 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 right. all of these different yeah, yeah, yeah. you know entities you know what i mean it was like okay so we're following these people and they're telling us, you know, what we need to know in terms of being aware of ourselves and all that kind of stuff. And then it kind of fell apart, like the emperor didn't have any clothes at the end of the day right. or whatever. So for 2020, I hope that everybody gets 2020 vision. 
mm. that they start to be able to see, you know, for their own selves what's really going on and make their own decisions, man. Don't follow behind these cats and and let them influence how you see the world. Right. See the world and then have a conversation with somebody about how you see it. That's real. And that's what I think this show does for me is I'm I'm out there doing my thing, but then I come here and I talk to y'all and I'm just saying how I see it, you know? Y'all tell me how y'all see it, and I benefit from that. But it's not like I'm coming here trying to get the information from Mm y'all. And I think that's something that that I mean by the death of wokeness. It's like you can't get that from somebody else. You got to get your own knowledge and awareness and then participate in the conversation. You do it the other way around, you you end up like Sean King. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about the philosophy of I don't know. Mm-hmm. And there's a little too much of that, especially in our community. Like mm-hmm. people are satisfied. With, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Stop that. Mm-hmm. Find out. Mm-hmm. Get more information. If you don't want to know, all right. But you know, yeah. that's that's to your own detriment. That's dope. Because there's a because the other side of that, the other side of that is the people who are deathly afraid or who are too insecure to ever say, I don't know. So they make up shit. And that's real. And they lie. Right. Right? Or they, you know, don't don't fake it. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't fake wokeness. Don't fake wokeness. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're being presented with, with something and you don't really know what to do when you don't know how to handle it. It's, so, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? But just like you, you say, you can find out. You can. Right? Right. Access the information. Yeah. <clears throat> 2019. So 2019, uh, I, I think I agree with the comments that are said here. Um, I, I look more at what 2020 is. I think I've tried to put 19 in my rear view almost already. No doubt. Um, mainly because, you know, doing a certain level of self-reflection, especially as as my birthday so close to the end of the year, I started to do this process of looking looking ahead. And mm-hmm. ultimately, like, for me, um, I want to increase my mindfulness for 2020. Ah, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to increase my mindfulness and uh, in, in everything I do. I want to be a, a way more deliberate in certain steps. Um, I want to prioritize and and live in a fashion that I've always strived to live in and be unapologetic about those steps while at the same time being mindful of who it impacts how it how it translates to loved ones and how it really is some of the best moves for my ability to still be here, like no, you brought no up doubt, So no doubt is very really important. looking at mindfulness as as the the theme for how I move forward. No right. Great word. Grio. Yo, twenty twenty twenty, it would be it would be fantastic if as a collective we could move in a way that is a little less cruel mm. to each to each mm. other, man. I watched the um, I watched the finale of Watchmen the other day, and there were two quotes that that came out of that for me that that really stuck with me. One was by one character, and he said, "Masks make men cruel." And then there was another quote that another character said. He, he said, "Wounds wounds need air to breathe." Wounds need air to heal. Excuse me, mm-hmm. and and you can't heal under a mask. Was was his point? And when I look at things like Twitter and 
the gram and, and, and a lot of the social media and you see all of the, all of the internet courage <laughs> that people seem to have in their, in their willingness to be just straight up cruel and mean to people, yeah. to almost everyone, like yeah. anything that happens. This Carl Sanchez thing, if, if you pull it up and read the comments, people are being the cruelest and meanest to her and her, and her mom and to each other. Right, and, right. And it's like, man, if we can, like haven't we had the internet long enough now so that we understand what, what it is and we can stop just being so amped about getting on it and being mean to people, but it's apparently oh, I'm not. Sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, I think that, I think that's gonna wh you, that question. Haven't we seen enough, or haven't you know we ha been around long enough? That's gonna hit different people in different, different ways. You know, right. you're right, right, right. So, um, you know, we need to do better. Let's just do better, man. Righteous, righteous. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, we're gonna close out. We we gonna we're gonna wrap it up and uh listen, letting all the heat out uh was birthed here in, in twenty nineteen, was long talked about, but but came to fruition here in twenty nineteen. I'ma I'ma remember that and uh with the promise of more to come and we're gonna start doing some some more robust things here. So we we ask for your patience and hanging out with the crew here, uh the Capital Dads crew here at the table and the brother Ty Westbrook from two oh two Create Studios. Um and, and like I said, we, we are here uh, in support of and for uh, a black audience. Taking a note from the Tom Joyner Morning Show. Um, because, and, and, and a black audience multiplied, all right? Mm -hmm. uh, because we got things that we need to talk about. All right, we need to close the door. Peace to Tom Joyner, All right, too. yeah, That's peace right. definitely That's right. to Tom Joyner. That's Congratulations. Got, uh, a long legacy uh, uh, in front of him and left behind. Thank you for, for your people service. people who want to get out here on the microphone and, and, and talk about what our community needs to hear about. Um, I wish everyone a very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, um, Happy Kwanzaa, and Happy Festivus, whatever it is that you, that you celebrate. And uh, as I've said before, my, my Christmas wish for everyone uh, is to take some time uh, with your family, with yourself, uh, to appreciate your surroundings. Um, because as, as the griot said, the, there is a little too much cruelty out there. Um, so um, I wish for all of you, especially my brothers here at the table uh, and your families, uh, a moment of peace uh, in the midst of the NBA schedule on the 25th. Uh, but, but a moment to put the phone down, uh, turn the television off, uh, take a look at the, at your loved ones and make sure people are smiling, make sure people are, are having fun, enjoying the moment, uh, because for some people, um, there are folks that are not here celebrating uh, these holidays, um, and it can change very quickly. So, again, that is my Christmas wish for all of you. Uh, I'm sending love and safe travels uh, to everyone here within within earshot. Again, we will, we will, uh, the challenge is on the table for us to, to make sure that we are giving you more robust shows in 2020. Uh, we will endeavor to do just that. Uh, we are going to take a break ourselves and enjoy this holiday uh, coming up here. Eat good food, drink good drink, and love good love. So uh, that is the Capital Dads DC crew. You're listening to Letting All the Heat Out. And as always, folks, we want you to be present. 
We want you to be prepared and we want you to be purposeful. You're listening to Letting All the Heat. Y'all be good. Be in my G.